Hello and welcome to level 9 of Free Extra Lives, a video game and trivia podcast. My name is Tom Knight and it's good to have you here. Level 9, can you believe it? We're almost at the double digits. And before we get into things here, I just want to mention a review that I got over on iTunes and it's from Jonathan Bloom and he says, Tom, each week brings joy. I find a game I never heard of, find a news topic I miss, and learn trivia from the things I get wrong. I have a scoreboard going on internally of my total score. Up to 10 lives now. Listen to this show. It will change the games you play. Finishing another one he showed me, which I love. Thank you very much, Jonathan. I'm really glad you're enjoying the show. You're enjoying finding new games. You're enjoying the trivia, which I know sometimes people feel bad when they get a question wrong, but there's, there's such a diversity in the questions that I, I can't expect you all to get three extra lives every week but maybe there maybe there is somebody out there that's done that and if you have you've got to let me know you've got to let me know if you're getting three extra lives because it is quite an achievement a, a magnificent achievement I think you could probably put it on your resume even if you've done it once I'm just gonna say that that's how big of an achievement it is but Thank you very much for the review. And if you're enjoying the show like Jonathan, why not leave Three Extra Lives review over on iTunes? I very much appreciate it. It warms my heart to know that people are out there listening to this each week and they are getting some benefit for it. So thank you very much and let's get started. I've been playing a game this past weekend. I've been playing a lot of this game and it's called Do Not Feed the Monkeys by Victor Rammer Studios. And this was included in the humble bundle for May 2019 and I gotta say this game surprised me. As I read the the synopsis for this game it's a digital voyeur simulator where you watch strangers through surveillance cameras. Gotta say I was sold at that point. It continues to say invade their privacy, witness their most intimate moments, but don't interact with the subjects. Anything could happen if you dare feed the monkeys. So like I say I was sold on this. That might sound a bit creepy but that is definitely not my intention here. In Do Not Feed the Monkeys, you join the Primate Observation Club. This is a group that are operating behind the shadows. They're not somebody that are well heard of and they have surveillance cameras and compromised web cameras. So they're going to be in people's houses, in businesses, various locations around the world. And you're joining this club You've got a, a bit of a crappy apartment, It's it's got a bed, it's got a fridge, it's got a computer, but you get to join this elusive club. So when you fire up this game, you'll be presented with a computer screen. A computer screen within a computer screen. Your objectives are made pretty clear from the start that you have a certain quota of what they call cages. Now cages is a camera. This will be showing you a certain situation. It could be in someone's living room. It could be in someone's attic. It could be out in the countryside. And I realize as I talk more about this, it just seems to get a bit more creepy. It is actually a lot of fun. So when you jump into the game, you'll be presented with a monitor and on that monitor, you will see monkey vision being installed. And this gives you access to four cages, they call it. So that's cages are the cameras that you will be viewing certain environments and certain situations. And while you're doing this, you also have to manage your hunger levels and your sleep levels and your health levels because you can't just sit all day in front of a computer watching these people and 
taking notes about them because that's what you do. The organization that you're working for, very shady. During certain times of the day, there'll be dialogue on the screen that certain words will get flagged up that you can scribble down. You just click on them and you scribble them into your notepad. And then using these words, you can search terms on the browser, which is on the computer that you have. And then you can start uncovering who these people might be, what they've done. Not all of them are innocent people. This is where probably the fun part of the game comes in, where you can actually interact with the subjects if you uncover the right information. And that's something that's frowned upon by the organization. You're not supposed to feed the monkeys. I mean, it's in the title of the game, but who could, who could resist that? If you're in this position, it's very hard not to do that because it's just fun. It's just fun to, to do it, just to play with the subjects and cause them a bit of confusion. And as you continue playing this, the organization will email you certain tasks about certain information that if you've uncovered it, you can submit that through the email system, which is in this game. So had to manage an inbox in there too. It's, it's a lot of fun. I, I'd get a kick out of that. And they will give you a cash sum for your information. But you also have a landlady that comes out every two days and she'll take $90 from you, which is quite a chunk of money. That means you're always trying to earn enough money to pay your rent. You also need to go buy food. You can also leave the house for a while. It will give you a, a kind of a loading screen that if you need to go take a random job that's pinned to the, the back of your door, you can head out for a certain amount of hours and get some money just to, to help you stay afloat. But your main objective is to be focusing on monkey vision and finding out more information about your subject. You get a quota after five days that you have to have so many cages unlocked and these cages cost money. So you have to earn the money to unlock the cages. You also need to pay your rent, you need to eat food. I know it sounds a lot like real life, but trust me, it is a lot of fun. The first time I played for this game, I didn't make it to the end. I think I, I neglected my health a little and that's something you can't do. You have to take care of yourself somewhat. And as you progress through the levels, after five days, you get an evaluation, you get promoted. Some other areas unlock, including like an online store, which you can buy certain goods from, medicines to potentially boost your stamina or certain other things. But I never really looked into that too much. There's a few other elements with neighbors knocking on your door that you have to go to your door and answer it and they're interrupting you. Sometimes it gets a bit frustrating. I'm like, just go away. I'm, I'm doing the monkey business. I'm doing the monkey business. But yeah, having a lot of fun on Do Not Feed the Monkeys. It's a great addition to the Humble Bundle this month. And if you're not on Humble Bundle, you didn't get it, I would definitely recommend checking it out. It, there's a lot of replayability in this. You're not always going to get the same cages, the same cameras. So you're going to be uncovering different situations every time you play it. There might be a few that come up regularly but you can get a few different playthroughs there's even a way to uninstall monkey vision on your computer and that triggers an ending but you should never uninstall monkey vision don't do it don't do it and if you do have humble bundle go check it out if you haven't done that yet i recommend it it's a lot of fun do not feed the monkeys it's trivia time and we're going to keep it in the realm of monkeys can you name the main protagonist of the monkey island game series It is Guybrush Freepwood. Did you get that one right? If you did, give yourself an extra life. Did you know 
there's a world video game hall of fame. I didn't, but now I do, and you do too. And recently, Microsoft Solitaire was inducted into this. You know, Solitaire, that game that used to be the staple of PC gaming back in the days, and now... When was the last time you played Solitaire on a computer? Remember, you could change the card back of the playing cards, or once you beat the game, the deck would just shuffle all over the screen, and it was such a joyous occasion. Some of you listening may have never even heard of Solitaire, and you're wondering what the heck I am talking about. And that's okay, because Microsoft Solitaire, it was bundled with Windows back in 1990. And fascinating enough, I looked into this just a little bit more with Solitaire being inducted into this game hall of fame, which includes other games like Doom, Tetris, Pokemon, and The Legend of Zelda. This only began in 2015, so it's relatively new, but we're getting games added to this every year. And this year was Solitaire's turn, 2019, the year of Solitaire. And actually just made me look up some more information about Solitaire and why, why it existed. There was actually a reason that Solitaire was bundled out with these Windows operating systems back in 1990, back on Windows 3.1. And yeah, I said, I said Windows 3.1. That, that's a thing, or that was a thing. This was actually implemented to ease people's intimidation with an operating system like this. At the time of Windows 3.1, People were, were still pretty unfamiliar of the graphical interfaces and just how computers worked really. It was a big step and to bring some familiarity to what the user was doing, they made this card game which it's almost like a tutorial for how you can use a computer because it just features drag and drop and clicking and moving objects around a screen which when you think about it, how often do you do that on your computer when you're moving task windows or minimizing stuff? Back when this was released, it, it wasn't so common and this was a great way for people to get an experience on a computer and actually begin that process in learning how to use it. And everyone knows cards. Cards have been around for a long time. It's not that this was some sort of strange game like Minesweeper, which I still don't get that game. I. I've never got it, but Solitaire is something that's it's known across the world, various different names. It's not it's not called Solitaire everywhere across the world, but when you would click into a new game for that and you would see the layout of the cards, you would probably know what that was. And I guess if I think about a video game being inducted into a Hall of Fame, Solitaire probably wouldn't have been in my first 10, 20, maybe even 50 choices, but I actually think it really deserves its place in the Hall of Fame because when I think back to my early days using a PC, Solitaire was just something you wanted to play. It felt cool, it felt awesome that if you were on a computer that instead of doing word processing or something like that, you could play this game and it just felt really good. It just felt really good to be able to do that and now it's there, it's in the Hall of Fame. Solitaire, what do you think? Do you think it deserves to be in there? Do you have fond memories of, of playing it when you were younger? Do you still play Solitaire? Maybe it's something that's it's still on your radar. You still like to play a game here or there. And you know what? If you are playing on a Windows computer right now, it's still there. It's still there. If you search for it, it's still there. You will, you will find it. It's bundled in with 
the various other card games that Microsoft have introduced over the years. You can level up, you can keep track of all your scores, there's times. Maybe it's time to go back and have a game and remember the good old days. It's trivia time! And Solitaire released in 1990. I told you that, so that's not the question. In that year, there was also a Final Fantasy game releasing in Japan. But I want you to tell me, was it Final Fantasy? Was it Final Fantasy 2? Or was it Final Fantasy 3? The answer is Final Fantasy 3. Can you believe it? By 1990 there was three Final Fantasy games out already? That seems to blow my mind. And finally, in this level of free extra lives, let me introduce you to Gunrunner. Gun Runner. This is a game I've actually been helping alpha test. Yes, I'm a game tester now. It's it's really cool. I saw a post over on Reddit, on the indie game subreddit, and Alex Shepard, who develops this game, he was looking for people to join his Discord, jump into the game, and help test it. And I was very, very happy and privileged to oblige. And I'm still in the process of helping test this game out as well. It's not a done job. The game's in early access now, it's, it's over on Steam, but it's had its early access release, so it's available to the public. And I've really enjoyed being part of this process. One, I'm really enjoying playing the game. It's very addictive. And two, being part of a process of seeing game dev make changes, bigger changes, smaller changes, and seeing that process documented as well. It's been very fascinating for me, very eye-opening for me to be part of that. And let me tell you a bit more about Gunrunner itself. So Gunrunner, developed by Pixelcast Games, it's an action platformer, bullet hell, with an emphasis on speedrunning. Perfectly described there in the description. Plow through each enemy in your path, or skillfully dodge the onslaught of bullets. Venture into the constructed world of machines and destroy every guardian. Do you possess the power to halt annihilation? And I gotta say, I don't yet but I'm getting there. This game is divided into three layers of difficulty so far. There's novice levels, competent levels, and proficient levels. There's gonna be leaderboards and statistics within this game as well, which is always fun to compete with your friends or compete with other people to see how you fare when it comes to completing a level. In Gunrunner, the objectives to start will seem pretty simple. You'll have a character that has a gun, he has a blade, he can jump, he's trying to get to his goal, a little pod to end the level. He's trying to get there as quickly as possible. And as you progress through this game, you'll notice that enemies will get a bit more difficult, they'll do different things, they'll change the way you play the game. It introduces other mechanics such as switches that you need to hit before you can get to the end. And there's other little things just to make levels a bit different as you play through. To add to the layer of difficulty in this game, you can also get rewarded based on completing a level without killing any enemies or being hit. So if you want to call yourself the gun runner, not only do you have to beat the level in the fastest time possible, can you do it without being hit? Can you do it without defeating a single enemy? And that's where the extra layers of challenge will come in this game which is a game which I think is pretty challenging, even without adding those layers on. 
it's a lot of fun to just play through the first time and try and just get through the levels because some of them are pretty tricky. It's one of those games, it's fast, it's easy to pick up. When you die in the level, you quickly respawn. It's, it's one of those games where you're gonna expect to die a lot. Trial and error, getting through these levels, getting to the end. It's a lot of fun doing it. It's pixel art style. All these levels have been handcrafted. There's also a level editor in the game as well. So if you wanna try your hand, at making some of these levels. I have attempted to make one as well, and then I spent 10 minutes trying to beat my own level. So it's really cool to be given a sandbox to explore with the tools that create the game. So yeah, this is Gunrunner. Like I say, it's available on Steam right now. It's still in early access. It's just like I say, one of those games that you can jump into. You can play for 20, 30 minutes, make some progress, put it down, come back to it, or maybe you'll have one of those play sessions where you're just like, I gotta, I gotta beat this next level and, or I gotta, I gotta complete all the proficient levels. I can't rest until I've beaten them all. And the thing I have liked about this game is the difficulty ramps up really well. The novice levels is a great way to introduce you to the mechanics of the game, the enemies and how that's gonna function. And then as you progress to the next layer, it gets harder and then it gets very, very hard. But that's good. That's good to have the challenge. It ramps up nicely. You feel good when you complete a level. That's always one of those things you're like, oh, I can't believe I got through this level. There's bullets flying everywhere. All it would take was a couple of hits and I'd be dead, but I made it. And I think it's a game that people are, are gonna have a lot of fun with. So that is Gunrunner by Pixelcast Games and it's available on Steam right now. It's trivia time. Speaking of running, we were gun running there. I want you to name the 3D Endless running game which released in 2011 on mobile that features an explorer fleeing for his life from an evil demon monkey who is chasing him. The answer is Temple Run. My goodness, do you remember that game? I played quite a lot of that and if you got that right, Give yourself an extra life. And yeah, we had two questions that featured monkeys today. What about that? And that brings us to the end of another level of three extra lives. How did you do? Did you get three extra lives? Are you awesome? Did you get two extra lives? That's still great. Did you get one extra life? That's okay too. If you've enjoyed the show or you want to let me know how you did on the trivia, why don't you head over to social media at 3 Extra Lives. We're on Facebook, we're on Twitter, we're on Instagram as well. Let me know how you did. I love to hear from people how they're doing with the trivia, how they're faring. I want to hear it all. Let me know. And like always, everything I talked about on this level of 3 Extra Lives will be over on my show notes over at 3extralives.fireside.fm. You can find everything I've talked about here, links to everything I've mentioned, so you don't have to go searching. Just head over there, 3extralives.fireside.fm, and you'll find everything you need to know. I thank you all very much for listening, and I will see you in level 10. Find more at dragonpoweredstudio.com.